Welcome into a Toast Film, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Trey. And I'm one of your hosts, Ebo. And guys, welcoming back the legend, Jerfy Choo He is with us today. You are going to find out if you love us or hate us, because in this episode, tell the viewers what they're expecting, Eddie. In this episode, we are decreeing <laughs> the best movies of the year. Now, just a little, you know, qualifier. These movies are movies we watched in 2021. They might not necessarily be a 2021 film. Right. But as long as we personally mm-hmm. watched it in 2021, we can count it. Now, here's how it's going to go today. Before I say that, just want to let you know, today's episode is brought to you by coffee. Yep. Because we're recording early in the morning. Absolutely. So, we're going to do this to kind of break up everybody a little bit. Mm-hmm. Trey is going to give his grade 8. So, 13 to 6. Yep. I'm going to give my grade 8, 13 to 6. Jeff is going to give us his best of the year list. Then Trey will do his top five. I'll do my top five. Yep. I'm excited. I'm very excited. There's a lot of interesting movies on mine. I had to really, really think about this, man. I mean, there's been so many fantastic movies this year. Yes. Looking at my list, I'm already battling with myself. And so many good movies that didn't make the cut. Yeah. Because, I mean. That one was tough. This is a tough one. And especially with how we're doing it today with me and Trey's list. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not going to spend too long on our grade eight. Like, you know, we'll spend probably like a minute on each telling you why yeah. it made the cut. But our top five, we're going to spend a little more time on. So yeah. then we have to make even more decisions. Yeah. Something that was been in my top five the entire year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally yesterday was knocked out just because I want to talk about another movie more. Yeah. I, I, I know. I, I battle that same thing constantly. But guys. Shall we dive in? Shall we dive in? Trey hit us <laughs> oh, man. with number 13. <laughs> well, just making the cut. Just making the cut at number 13 because I think this movie needs more attention is Pig. Yes. So, <clears throat> Nicolas Cage has been on a very interesting acting ride yeah. over the past the least. five okay. years. Yeah. And recently, he's made a small comeback on interesting movies that people have liked. I mean, he's done Mandy, which was interesting. Yeah. He's done um, Willie's Wonderland. The Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space. He's been, like, putting himself out there in more, like, niche, you know, movies mm-hmm. um, that have been well-received. And Pig was no exception. Yeah. Pig was a movie that defied, like, all expectations it had like terrible trailer. <clears throat> yes. Makes you think it's a completely different movie. Yeah. But Eddie said it best. It's really a movie about love. Yes. And you really get that by the end. And let me tell you, there's some really powerful scenes in this movie. Some that even kind of choke you up. Oh yeah. And I wasn't expecting that. So I wasn't ready. I think this movie made it my top thirteen because of the unexpected. Yes. It was so good. And I was expecting it to be so bad. So it just made my list. At number twelve. Because it just had to be in there. Shang-Chi. Nice. I loved this movie. It's in my top ten of all time MCU movies. I It just it had really good writing. It was fun to watch. And I saw it in theaters three times. If that didn't yeah. tell how much I love it. So for that reason, it made it in. At number eleven, the only movie in my list that wasn't 
um, released in 2021, and that is Captain Fantastic. That movie is fantastic. Is fantastic. It was such a great storyline. I think today we struggle with original concepts. A lot of movies are rebakes now, or they're yeah. a retelling. But this movie was totally original, and it was so good. Had such a great impact, and I, I'm i not going to lie, I definitely cried during this movie. It, it was, just It was good. It was such a good movie, and what a... What a welcome back to Viggo Mortensen. Like You mean Viggo Morgenstein? Yeah. <laughs> As always, Sunny in Philadelphia, we'll call it. But I just had to put it on the list because this movie needed to be recognized. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> at number 10, God, cannot wait to rewatch this movie. Just got it for Christmas, Werewolves Within. Hell yeah. Such a fantastic movie. If y'all have been following us, y'all know me and Eddie love werewolf movies. It's yes. it's our favorite creature. We're kind of feature. obsessed with yeah, it. Yeah, we love werewolf movies. This one knocked it out of the park. You give us a knives out murder mystery and then you give us a werewolf that's practical effects yeah. with an amazing co-leading cast. Yeah. I mean, there's no way this movie wasn't going to be put on yeah. there. And it's just fun. It's, it's just so a fun. fun and funny I've movie. It four times. It's so good. Can't wait to rewatch it. And the only reason I haven't is because I haven't bought it. But now that I have it on Blu-ray, I will be watching it again and again. Because you saw the sign. Yeah, I saw the sign, man. At number nine, this honestly hurt me not to put it higher. Yeah. Because the writing was so mature. I have a couple of those. And that is Dune. Ooh. Dune was just impeccably made. It's one of those movies that you'll watch 40 years down the road, just like Star Wars, and you're going to wonder, how did they make those effects? Yeah. Those effects were so good, They're, those the graphics are going to hold up. And, dude, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Legend. I mean, you have Oscar Isaac. Um, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, man. Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, Zendaya. You know Rebecca Ferguson's my girl. Oh, man. I mean, the, the cast just goes on and on. Um, Stellan Skarsgård as yeah. the villain. Um, I think what I just loved about Dune is it's it's maturity. Um, it's not one of those eye-rolling movies where you're just like, okay, I wouldn't have done this. Everything in this movie was done for reason. And uh, again, guys, the writing was just phenomenal. I cannot get over it. And, you know, of course, the director. Yeah. Um, you know, Denny Villanueva, yeah. one of the absolute best. You Good know. director. So I had to put it on the list. At number eight, for sheer rewatchability, this movie is amazing. Love it from top to, you know, top to bottom. Me and Eddie constantly talk about it, and it's part of his ringtone, Boss Level. Oh. <laughs> boss Level is so good. That it, is a true story. It is my ringtone. Yeah, it needs to be recognized. I just, uh, I couldn't be happier with that movie. It made my honorable mention. Yeah. And it just has such good replay value. Oh, yeah, man. You know, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> At number seven, because this movie is also got a place in my heart for rewatchability, but even more so because it's more lighthearted and just pure fun. Pure fun, guys. Pure fun. Free guy. Oh, yeah, man. Free Guy at number seven. That movie was so good. I remember when we watched it in theaters, and we just got up and we said, wow. Wow. It was a good time. Like. It hurt me not to make mine. Oh, man. So I'm glad that you had it. Yeah. It was too. Did it make your honorable mention, at least? No. 
Oh wow! It it hurt. That that's surprising. I, for, I forgot it, I forgot all about Free Guy. I was like I would have put him in my uh, <clears throat> in my in my list. There's still time, Jeff. <laughs> There's, There's still, still time. time, Jeff. Think it over. What can I change? <laughs> that hurts, man. I love Free Guy so much to so not make either one. And number six, just missing the top five and ending this round for me, Uncle Peckerhead. Hell yeah. Love that movie so much. That villain. I You'll see a trend with us is when movies we don't expect to be good and they blow our expectations. My it's, name is Peckerhead. It's just so good, guys. It's funny. It's <laughs> quotable. And it's surprising. And y'all, I'll say something on mine when I get to it, but I just gotta say this. Y'all gotta watch this movie just for that villain. Oh my god. You wanna talk about the most pretentious person to ever be in a movie. And the best thing possible. He's amazing. Just go out there and watch it, guys. And that ends my... uh, Grade 8. My grade 8. Alright. Here is my grade 8 of 2021. (laughs) So... At number 13, a movie, so all these I wish I could do higher, but, you know, <coughs> this is how the cookie's going to crumble. Yeah. Number 13 is The Protégé. Mm. I went to this movie not too excited because mm. I was like, I love Maggie Q. You know, this looks like it could be cool. Well, and it looks like we've seen that movie before. But just the action yeah. the story michael keaton oh my god playing like a very subdued role but very yeah. good i mean how often do you see a fight scene that ends because they're like hey you want to stop trying to kill each other and have sex yeah like, i mean dude there was it was literally the epitome of sexual tension yeah building up to the point where they were beating each other up and and he plays such a great character because he's not really a villain but he just works for the other side of an organization. Yeah. and he's just doing his job. Yeah, exactly. And I just love it. And after the death of me, she deserved yeah. a really good role, yeah. and I was happy. Me too. So number 12, a movie that I don't think was talked about enough, and that was Supernova. Yes. Stanley Tucci will probably go down as one of the most unappreciated actors in history. Well, and you know, just to chime in, this movie, phenomenal movie. Yeah. Um, great writing. And I think it came out during a bad time. Yeah. 2021 was still trying to figure out what was going on with COVID, and that's yeah. kind of when it came out. So theaters still weren't hitting. Now I think 2022, people are going to start going to the theaters again. And it's just a great movie. Watch this because Stanley Tucci, he's playing somebody who's developing worse and worse dementia. And yeah. if you've seen somebody with that... It's a very tough thing. Yeah. And it's just such a good movie. And also, they film, like, in the mountains of Europe. Mm -hmm. So the cinematography is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It's like National Geographic. Yeah. But, at number 11, our first crossover, Pig. Yes. Guys, I love this movie. I, you know, I I made fun of it before I even saw it. Because the trailer was bad, like I've said. Yeah. And, you know, I made the joke. I was like, we got pig, you know, we got lamb. When's horse coming? Yeah, exactly. But it's just such a mature role for Nick Cage. Yeah. And the writing, like we said, it'll it'll choke you up, especially at this dinner scene. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't choke up at that, then you're just cold. Yeah. Your heart's just gone cold, man. Yeah. 
So pig number 11. Yeah. At number 10, I wish this could have gone higher because I just had such a fun time watching this. Me and my mom went to see it, and we just came out having a real good time. And that is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm. You know, a sequel. Still haven't seen it. To, you know, the original Ghostbusters. And just such a good, and that's even with my arch nemesis, McKenna Grace, (laughs) is in it. And I still love it. And I suggest anyone to check it out. Yeah. You know, the new Ghost Muncher is real cool. They play a lot of homage to the original. And it's just, sometimes you just need a fun, good movie. Yeah, exactly. And don't forget, Ghostbusters is kind of a family film. Yeah. So you got to put that into Exactly. So... At number nine, a documentary. Mm. The Last Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Guys, when I watch this, the amount of nostalgia, I'm not going to lie. This is not me over-exaggerating. This is me just being honest with Mm. my boys here and Mm. the listeners. I cried when watching this Mm. because when I was watching it, it took me back to all those Friday nights going to Blockbuster to always go in a movie gallery and they knew my name when I'd go in there. Yeah, it's another you know, time now. It's just such a time that I miss and will never have again. Right. But if you want a real dose of nostalgia, just seeing inside this store, seeing those cases. Yeah. You know, they scan them and you have to walk around mm-hmm. the sensor thing and then they hand it to you. Yeah. Just such a good time. I know, man. So, the last blockbuster is number nine. At number eight, our next crossover. Oh. My name is Peckerhead. <laughs> Guys, Uncle Peckerhead, don't let the name fool you. Like, this movie is hysterical. It is. And it's a low-budget movie, but it's not... But it's well shot, though. Yeah, it's not low-budget where you're like, oh, this was made in some dude's basement. Yeah. Like, they put effort into yeah, it. Yeah, they really did. And it's just... These people are all the dumbest people. Yeah. And it just makes for a fun adventure. Amazing time. All right. We're down to my last two before a top five. All right. At number seven, a movie that was in my top five Mm. this whole year. Mm. It was number one at one time. And now it's down to seven. Oh, is it in the heights? In the Heights. In the Heights, man. And don't let that say that I don't love this movie. No, it's in your top I mean, 13 of the year. Yeah, I love In the Heights. I still <clears> listen <throat> to the soundtrack every day. Right. I will tell anyone this is the best musical that came out this year. Right. It's such an exceptional movie, but, you know, sometimes you just have others that you think need more light. Right. And I think this one got plenty of light. I mean, it's a Emmy-winning Broadway. Yeah. You know, it was his thing before Hamilton. Yeah. Like he got famous because of this. Exactly. So in the Heights, it's going to do just fine. But number six, the last movie before my parson ends of this, Mm. I wish it could have made the top five, but I know it's in my boy's top five. Mm. And that is Psycho Gorman. Oh yeah. Keskuse. Yep. Guys, Psycho Gorman, PG, one of the, Funniest movies because this little girl is one of the biggest villains. Yes, you'll you see this year. I mean, she makes her. Thanos look like a pretty all right guy. Yeah, yeah. Like she is just so 
terrible, but it's so oh, funny. It's amazing. And the poor little kid, oh. you know. Have you seen Psycho Gorman yet, Jeff? I have not. Oh, my. Jeff, you'd lose your mind. Jeff, we may have to watch that. Think today. about this. There's a scene <clears throat> where you get to see the other villains, okay? Yeah. Because one of them we actually talked to. Mm, yeah. And she was real nice. Yeah. But they, they pull up a scene with the other villains. Jeff, if you could imagine reject Power Ranger villains. Oh, God. That's what this Dude. scene oh, amazing. Was. Amazing. And there was this one. Power Ranger villains are already just ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, and these are like reject these, ones. Because they're Dude. all from Japan. Dude, this is 90s nostalgia. Dude, to the this, there's this one that has this head that comes out of its chest out of nowhere, <laughs> and it's like, we must kill him! <laughs> Jeff, I fell out and said, what the hell is that? Jeff, it's, it's just incredible filmmaking at but its finest. Psycho Gorman. Number six. Just, All right. Just like that one scene in the other movie where the with the with the uh, with the butt. Remember? Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's just like that. Oh, better. Okay, Even good. better, Jeff. Even All right. Jerfy Choo Choo. What is your list for 2021? So I'm not doing a top three. I'm doing a top ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, sensible young man. <clears throat> number ten. Quiet place. Number one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right, Jeff. Because I did not see the original Quiet Place. Yes. That's right. And yes. So, during our usual trips to Best Buy, I bought it because it was a good. I heard it was a good movie. Oh, and I had to watch it before Quiet Place Part Two. It was tied for my number one in 2018. Yeah. So it was really good. I, I thought it was kind of slow in the beginning, but like the latter half really. Picked Man, up yeah. Speed. Yeah. Phenomenal start to a franchise. Number nine is is a is a sub. Originally, it was the Suicide Squad. Okay. Because uh, I love the movie. But I they just, got they got taken out. They got t- taken out for Free Guy. Because Free Guy is just like a it's just like a dude. It's just a fun it's movie. So it's so good. A, it's just a fun movie. Yes. And dude, Jodie Comer. Yeah. So she beautiful. is so fun. Yeah. And dude, um, it's got everybody. Yeah, everybody literally. in it, and it's amazing. Man. It's got that that the Captain America meme in there. Yeah. Was like, yeah. What the shit. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, good choice. Good so choice. Solid. That, that took his place. Number eight, Eternals. Nice. Ooh, yeah, I enjoyed Eternals. I'm glad you put that in there. A lot and of people he, hate on it, but yeah. it's it's not the best, but it, it's still a very good MCU yeah, movie. It is enough to where you could warrant not being in the top five, but still being in like the, the latter half of the of the top movies. I agree. Movie. Who's your top Eternal? Because me and Trey have different ones. Oh. Because there's like eleven of them. Yeah, I just like Kumail on Johnny's. Uh, oh man, he, yeah. Okay, that's a solid choice. Because yeah. Trey wasn't yours, Icarus. Um, I actually, funny enough, mine was also. Oh, that's Jess right. Was. Yeah, I thought yours would be Icarus, yeah. but I- I- Icarus <clears throat> was be my maybe my second, but just because he's like the bad guy, it's like I'm gonna take. Mine's Makari. Gilgamesh should be up there for me too. Which one's Makari? <clears throat> Makari was the deaf chick. Okay. Dude, yeah. the one who was whooping Icarus's yeah. ass. Yeah. Kari was awesome. But I also really liked uh, Gilgamesh. Oh, dude, Gilgamesh was great. Yeah, yeah. he was underappreciated. Yeah, really. <clears throat> so number seven, Quiet Place Part Two. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes. A.K.A. The Last of Us live action. Yeah, yeah. And seriously. So hopefully, this is way better than I think The Quiet Place Part One. Yeah, okay. I think so too. The, they give all the characters... Great storylines, and yeah. they do the, all the characters justice. And it starts out with a bang. It does. Start I mean, with a bang. the movie's only an hour 
twenty. It's an hour nineteen. Like that with a bang, end with a bang. Just overall, much. I think it was a much better yeah. movie. Number six, Zack Snyder Justice League. Okay, all disgusting. Right. <laughs> I'm Dis- with it. I'm with it. Disgusting. Even though the the OG got flack for correctly, the the remake, the Zack Snyder version was so much better. That flashing at the end was. Oh, it's just great. Eddie, it's not a trash scene no matter what you say or wrong. <laughs> Dude, right? that thing, I thought it was worse than the original. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it was funny. so much better that the, the flash time scene when he goes back in time. That was good. Was, I really like that. The music, it was just like, oh, so good. Number five, Shang-Chi. Nice. Oh, nice. Glad it's on there too, man. It's just, it's just, it's just a, a, such a good new such a good move for a new character yeah. to be introduced into the MCU yeah he did a good job Every everybody in there was, was just top notch uh, Shane Chi definitely deserves me in top 13 it was it's a perfect MCU film it really was they kept giving us more and more you think they, they can't go really higher like a martial arts kind of no. movie and Iron Fist can go yeah. The sewer. yeah. And so And then we get Shane too. We get something that actually brings justice to that genre. And then the villain, I forget his name. I forget the, the actor's name, but the villain was so oh, yeah. good. Oh yeah. That was amazing. So number four, No Time to Die. There we go, baby. That's what I want to hear. There's just no time to that die. That is what I want to hear, Dude, Jeff. that was a phenomenal movie. God. So good. I keep arguing with the coworker of mine because yeah. I've I told him I spoiled the movie for him that Bond dies in the end, uh-huh. and he's like, "No, it's a trash movie because you can't do it." Like, no, it's it's not it's not a linear storyline. You spread out all the bombs or different characters. You need to yeah. exactly, exactly. But it's just a top. It's just such a great ending to Bond to Jane, to Daniel Craig's Bond. I think yeah. so too. It's probably the way he wanted to go out. Anyway. I think so too. You know, I agree. Number three, Dune. Yes. Nice. Me and Jeff having a lot of crossovers over here. Dune is so good. I, do, I wish they could be a little bit more world building. World building. Wish they had that dinner scene from the books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But overall, top notch. Visuals, stunning. Act, acting, great. Yeah. Action, great. Overall, it's just a great So movie. glad to hear that, Jeff. Number two. Want to take any guesses what my number two is? Me and Jeff's had a lot of crossovers so far. Let me... Well, I think you're number one. Number one should be obvious. Yeah. Last night in Soho? No, that was that was my That was own. in his honorable mention. Honorable mention. It's not a crossover. Number two is Alien. You've oh, never seen the I've never seen the OG Holy Alien. Shit. What? I've never Oh, then I am so happy that's up there on your Bro, list. Is that not a great movie? Such a good movie. Oh dude, the opening shot in Alien where it's like three minutes of quiet on the ship, just panning on all the corridors, that alone is creepy. So, unpopular opinion. <clears throat> as phenomenal and five-star movie I think Aliens is, mm-hmm. Alien is my favorite between the two. It's tough for me, man. I I think I like Aliens more, but Alien... I mean, I would not fault anyone. Right, right. But I'm just saying, for me... I get that. Just like you're saying, the cinematography... Yeah. The quiet, and then <clears throat> things start to go haywire, 
and that ending scene when she thinks all is good, dude, and it slowly emerges from the shadow. Oh, and to me, the scariest scene in Alien is when Dallas is going through the vents. Oh and yeah, he, she's like he's the thing's right next to you, and he turns his camera, and the alien's right there, dude. Because they're black, so yeah, they blend in, dude. One of the and I will tell anybody this, just like Eddie said, the first Alien, it could easily be better than Aliens, um, on so many different levels, but no doubt, yeah, it I would is never fault anyone that. Aliens yeah. is a good movie. And it's the scariest. Yeah. The first Alien is by far scarier than the second. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the second one's an action movie. Yeah. So, number one, it should be no surprise that there's no way home. home for you not to put this. Exactly, Eddie. Beautiful. Great list. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Don't say any spoilers. Right. I you won't. said a lot of spoilers on this list. <laughs> Wait, on which... Well, they're all movies that have already been. Out. I know that's yeah. why I'm like, yeah, I'm good with those, but yeah. just don't say. Well, this I'm not gonna do spoilers from from No Way Home. It's just yeah. great nostalgia. Yeah, for the villains, all the characters were done justice. Yep. Yeah, I don't think anybody was done wrong in this movie. It's already it's perfect. A billion dollars. It's a perfect yeah. film. Yeah. It is a perfect film. I will be seeing it again this week sometime. I've yeah. already seen it three times. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I need to see it again. Yeah. Saw it three times. Well, we, we can all see it again this week. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I'm trying to take my parents. And I'm trying right. to take my mom. All right, well, then yeah. we can do a whole thing, man. All right. We'll just take the whole squad. We'll take the whole family. Da, just, da, da. Beautiful list, my Great boy. Great list. Beautiful Great list, list man. I'm so glad. Dude, I'm just happy. Um, Quiet Place 1 and Alien, yeah. that you watch those, because, dude, yeah. I love those movies. Oh, me too, man. I, just, I had to throw the Zack Snyder cut to the yeah. I have an yeah. Alien poster in my room, so yeah. Yeah. I, I have so much love for Alien. But, um... Is it time, babe? Is it time? Is it, top is five. it mine here? Am I, am I up? <sighs> All right, top five. At number five, Psycho Gorman. Hell yeah. Guys, you've got to watch this movie. It is just so much fun. And it's a 90s no- like nostalgia for like the 30-year-olds out there. You know God, what I mean? It really is. Like and, It takes you back to like a, one of those Power Rangers specials. Yeah, it really does, man. It, everything about it is just so good. At number four, A Quiet Place 2. Hell yeah. So A Quiet Place 2, we've already said it. It literally is The, the Last of Us. But it's done so well. And if that isn't a testament to get us excited for the TV show, I don't know what is. Because it it was so well done hey, in the It's movies. one of the few that made all three. It made my honorable mention in both <clears throat> of your top. Yeah. So. We'll see how they do, they do that show. But. but I tell you what. they they It is so hard for a sequel to be better than the original. And to me, it is better. It, they cut the fat. Like we said earlier, it's an hour 19, hour 20. Cillian Murphy is just amazing in this. He plays such a great Joel-style character. And they go on an adventure, so many ups and downs, while you also have the mother and the son on their own adventure. And they they just wrap it up so tightly and well done. Yeah. I could watch it. I've already seen the movie three times this year. A Quiet Place 2. I saw it twice in theaters. Yeah. And it is the only movie... In my entire life, I saw the movie by myself. Oh, wow. In my entire life. I saw it in LaGrange. I dropped off Monica and Jose somewhere, and I went and saw a movie. And 
it was an amazing experience. I'm glad that was my first solo Hell experience. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, cannot rave enough about Quiet I know Place two, two of your top three, but I'm trying to figure out oh, the yeah. third movie. So, at number three, Last Night in Soho. Okay. I cannot rave enough. I, I think it's the only one that made my top 13. Did it make your top 13? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But Last Night in Soho... It needs more recognition. I had the most amazing viewing experience watching this movie. It was so much fun. And, guys, Edgar Wright, man. Can we just shout out to this man? Yeah. He is so versatile. He makes great comedy. He makes. I'm glad he didn't get involved with Marvel because we might have not got this movie. Yeah, exactly. And I would take <clears throat> this movie. Yeah. Trey, just show you, I mean, you know, a little spoiler for that, that might be on my list. But... I would gladly give up Shaun of the Dead and I would give up Baby Driver just to have Last Night in Soho. I <clears throat> I don't know if I would give up Shaun of the Dead. I know, Shaun of the I Dead. I would give up I... Baby Driver because it's a good movie. But it's well, see, I yeah. like Baby Driver over Shaun of the Dead. I've never been a Shaun of the Dead fan. Oh, Shaun, of the Dead is Shaun, s- Shaun of the Dead is so amazing. The chemistry between... Uh, uh, what's this? Uh, Nick Simon Cross Peg. and Simon Pegg. Yeah, yeah, so just... good. I love Shaun of the Dead so much. I, but, I've seen it a hundred times. But, but Last Night in Soho, man. Last Night in Soho, it's just a whole nother breed. I mean, that really showed me Edgar Wright can do any genre, and yeah. he can do it well. I mean, we've already had adventure action with Baby Driver, and he's already phenomenal at comedy. We know that with that British humor. But, he did sci-fi with World's End. Yeah, which you know was on his lower end, but yeah. still good. And this is horror thriller. And this movie, God, it... Guys, I cannot say enough about Last Night and So. It's so good. Have you seen it yet? Yeah. It was, it was, it was in my my number one auto woman. Oh, yeah. no, that's right. Okay, I couldn't remember that. But yeah, Last Night and So is so good. <clears throat> At number two, it's just no time to die. Hell yeah. It's just no time to die, guys. All right, so let me just say this. <clears throat> I'm going to spend the longest time on this one because, number one, we already know. It's no-brainer. <clears throat> Me and Jeff are the biggest 007 fans, and I'm even bigger. I've seen, I, I feel and Mary like I, Carmen's even bigger. I feel like I got Jeff into 007. You did. And, That's why I haven't seen all the all the Bonds yet. Yeah. I didn't really get into 007 until I was in like middle school. Yeah. When when the, when the uh, bras and Bonds. So exactly. I had the chance and not. And Don't worry, we'll get there. We'll get there, buddy. We'll get there. But me and Jeff growing up with 007 our whole lives, I just. I love it, and just to add to what Jeff's saying, and talking about you know like your coworkers having different opinions, which is fine. But Jeff makes a great point. Every Bond is different. We know they're just going to reboot the Bond franchise, refresh it with another Bond, and these are their stories, so they can be done anyway. And I at first thought that was going to be a terrible idea. I would be the first. I called Jeff. And I said. This is going to be a bad move, you know, killing Bond off. And I was in the same boat as you. So it's not a good idea. Yeah. They and I was like, killing. No. <laughs> and, but it, it just, worked. They have to do it tastefully. Yeah, it worked. And the way they wrote the script was so good. Yeah. And I just love Leia Sado. They make. Yeah, Leia Sado's great. They make such a great chemistry, like Bond Girl. And it. it Dude, great opening theme. Well, and I want to bring. Oh, amazing opening theme. By Billy. Theme. One of the best soundtracks yet of the Bonds. I listened to that <clears throat> song when it first comes like, 
Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, this is pretty good. And then just, and I, I would just find myself, I'd go into Spotify, just like, all yeah. right, let's yeah. do repeat songs. Yes, dude. Dude, it's that orchestra yeah. build up. And the meaning behind the song is Oh, good. yeah. If you listen to the words. Woo. And I think it's fitting because we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but Bond has been married before in the earlier entries. You know, yeah. he, he got married. And she died. And he never got married again. And that's kind of what's always spawned these, like, Bond fling girls that always come yeah. and die. So I think it was really powerful <laughs> that, yeah, they come, they die, he moves on. You know what I mean? Screw it. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's too good. Kids, I'm sorry if you heard that one. <laughs> so literally, I think it's so fitting that 007... <laughs> Dude, I didn't even think about that. That was good, Jeff. That was good. Touche, buddy. But yeah, it's only fitting because he's never really cared about the women. I mean, yeah. he has some love, but never enough to commit. And it's only fitting that in the very early entries, he gets married and never... They talk about it. Yeah. They talk about how he's been heartbroken. He's He was married before, and it's just not for him. And it's only fitting that the final Bond girl, he sacrificed himself because he gives himself back up for love, you know? And he, like, falls in love. And then there's another little twist I'm not going to spoil because it is worth the surprise and it makes it even more amazing to know Time to Die. Bro, I just thought something. 10, 15 years from now, what if Timothy Chalamet is Bond? I mean... Is he British? I think That's what is. I'm struggling with. I can't remember I can't if he's remember British, if he's British or, not. or not. I think he is British. I think he is. dude. He'd be a good Bond. He is already up. like one of the most Dude-hard. mature. and okay. He won't make it then. Gotta yeah. be British. Gotta be man. British. I, I, I've gone on record and said Aiden Turner needs to be Aiden Bond. Turner would be a good one. Aiden Turner I'm needs to be lie. a good one. And he's secretly like, at first glance, you're going to be like, what? But he's a he'd be a good Bond, man. And they have 007 pictures of him. Go to your images. And they have 007 shots. And he even has the 007 emblem. And he could fit the bill, man. But, um... But, buddy, what is your number one? Guys, number one, no surprise. There's no way home. Yeah, I mean, we all sat here and we all said, okay, we can't put this in number one. It's too hyped. I mean, Eddie has, like, contingencies for these type of movies... Yeah. So they would normally get knocked down. So with that being said, you have everything going against you to not be number one, and you're still number one at mm-hmm. so far at two out of the three of us. That just shows you how powerful this movie is. It's a perfect film, guys. I don't even need to say any more. I'm not. I'm. I'm done talking about it. Just know this movie was a perfect film, yes. shot for shot. They did nothing wrong. Everything was amazing. So. That that's my uh, top five. So, every movie in my top five is a five star movie to me. Except number five would probably be like a four point seven. Interesting. But I mean, four point seven is still a phenomenal score. Yeah. So at number five is Fear Street 1994. Oh, okay. Netflix, for those who didn't see it, because I feel not many people did, 
Netflix released a trilogy called the Fear Street Trilogy, based on an R.L. Stein series, where you have 1994, then you have 1983, and then you have 1666. And all of these are a continuing present-day story mixed with, you know, something that happened with a witch. Well, I think all three are fantastic, but I had to choose one, and 94, it's a throwback to slasher movies, and... I really love it. I suggest anyone watch this because, as I've told Trey several times, it does something with a witch that's never been done before. And, I mean, that's pretty impressive. When you think about how often, like Trey was saying, movies reuse, reboot, remake. Yeah. To say this is the first time ever a witch has done this. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I agree. And you know what? I'm just going to say what it is. This movie's been out for a while. Because mm-hmm. I just gotta oh, go say for it, it, finally. Go for it. So, this whole time, there's a witch. And you hear about a curse. Uh-huh. And all this stuff. And you think it's affecting our lead character. Mm-hmm. But what you come to find out is the witch, she did have powers, but she was not evil. She was very good-hearted. But there was a very evil man who killed several people. And she cursed his family line because she said, I will be there every step of your family line. I will never let you get away with this. And so you come to find that out that this witch, yeah, she's been like affecting things, but she's trying to stop this evil guy Mm. because every person in his family line's just been this evil sorcerer. Ah. And I just thought that was great. That's cool, dude. So, like I said, these next four five-star movies. Mm -hmm. At number four, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. Yes. I have seen this movie. I saw it three times in one week. Mm -hmm. The last time I did that was Avengers. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, similar to Avengers. It is a event film. I doubt, you know, there's many people who haven't seen it. As Jeff said, it's already grossed over a billion dollars worldwide. But just go see it. If you want to feel good, if you want to have a great movie, I mean... And also if you want to cry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you only got to wait about eight minutes before the first big surprise happens. Yeah. And you only have to wait about, for those who have seen the trailer, that highway scene, that's only about 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah. So this movie, it hits the floor running and keeps going and... There's a scene, I'm not going to say it, but it's towards the end, where something happens with a certain character, and that scene made me cry. Yeah. Because of what it meant. Yeah. And so just Spider-Man No Way Home, Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Yep. So my top three, this has been so tough. Can't believe it didn't make the top three. Can you, Jeff? Shame. It's so tough because I love all three of these movies so much, Mm. and it hurt to... Like, I was fighting myself with each one. Mm. You should have just put No Way Home above all of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. At number three, so we actually have a movie at this same spot. That is Last Night in Soho. Oh, yes. Guys, Last Night in Soho, if this doesn't get like 20 Oscar nominations, yeah. then those 80 year olds that are voting need to just kick the bucket. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on now. They should. This movie was phenomenal. I mean, we knew Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. We've said several times on here. I she, mean, She can deliver. 
I mean, I, Emma was in my top 13 last year. She is phenomenal. Matt Smith, phenomenal actor. But Thomason McKenzie Jesus. from Jojo Rabbit? She's phenomenal, man. She, I mean, I genuinely can't name one female and very few males that outacted her in this movie. Yeah, I can't either. You felt every emotion. Yeah. You felt every fear. I agree. You felt every just, I mean, there were some points I was genuinely scared just because of how scared she, she was. was. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, man. I agree, man. I agree. So, Last Night in Soho, if you have not seen it, shame on you. Yes. And you need to watch it. I agree. At number two, movie I've watched at least four times, maybe five times. I just, I love it so much. And that is Werewolves Within. Yes, dude. You get Melania Weintraub, who... People are, are like, oh, it's the AT&T girl. Uh -huh. But they actually, this director actually gave her a chance to act. And you see, like, gosh, she's just a funny actress. Like, yeah. she's good. She knows what she's doing. Like, I hate that she got stuck in those commercials. Because yeah. I'm sure she's being compensated well. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to be stuck in that one thing. Right. So I think more people should give her a chance. And also um, Sam Worthington, you know, who was the kind of bumbling idiot in uh, The Tomorrow War. Yeah. In this one, he's very low-key, but he's just so good. Yeah. And the storytelling in this and the clues. Yeah. You know, humble brag, I did figure it out. I put all the clues together. Yeah. You talking about Sam Claflin? No, Sam Worthington. Okay. That's his name? From. I thought this guy's name was Sam Worthington, too. Worthington is from the Avatar movies. That, oh, dang. This is Sam Claflin. Sa Sam, sorry. No, you're good. I I had Sam, and then no, Worthington just came out. I was yeah. seeing him, I was like, oh, wait, no. I no, knew I was, it was Sam, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, Sam okay, Claflin. So, yeah, Sam Claflin. Sorry, Sam. From the Mockingbird movies, too. Yeah. Mockingjay or whatever. But, yeah, he was just good as this, like, little park ranger, you yeah, know? He really was. Real, such, such a likable guy. Yeah. Like, he was almost too likable. He yeah. was just that likable. He was. He was. So, man. just phenomenal movie. Yep. Go check it out. Is there a werewolf? Is there not? You'll have yep. to find out. But number one, Trey knows what it is. Mm -hmm. And number one is Nine Days. <sighs> so, Nine Days is a movie that I think is going to get overshadowed by all the awards. Yeah. I think it's going to get overlooked by most people. Mm -hmm. But if you sit down and watch this movie, yeah, it is a story where you have these people that show up to this shack, and it's Winston mm -hmm. Duke, who I love. Yes. You know, he was Umbaku. Yeah. He was in Us. Yeah. But in this one, he's very reserved, and you actually so get to see, good. like, this guy, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And you have all these people come. You know, you have, um, what's her name? from Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. Yep. And you have um, Old Boy Who Plays Pennywise. Yep, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, you just have, like, just... I met his actor name, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you just have all these amazing actors and actresses, and they're all very subtle. Yeah. And it's a mystery, okay, why are they showing up to this house? Yeah. 
you know, because it's in the middle of nowhere. And what's going on? And he has all these TVs where he's watching people. Yeah. And, you know, something happens with one of the TVs, and that's really getting to him. And at the end of the movie... It's really powerful, man. It's just such a beautiful scene between Zazie Beetz and Winston Duke. Mm -hmm. And it just ends. And I'm like, this is a perfect film. Yeah, it it was. So, Nine Days is my number one. So, Double Seven didn't make the cut. It didn't even make our mention. Yeah. It hurt. I wanted to. I wanted it to. For shame. I mean, and then Spider-Man, not even in the top three. I mean, For can shame. we even take this seriously anymore? No. <laughs> you hosers. Well, guys, that is the end of our best of the year special. Yeah. We hope that y'all had a good Christmas. Yes. We hope that you have a great and responsible yeah. New Year's. Uh, just a reminder, we will be taking the first two weeks off mm -hmm. for January. But when we come back, for season three, first yep. episode, it will be Scream 5. What a way to start. Oh, man. Can't wait. Can't but, wait. Guys, there are so many ways you can contact us. If you want to let us know what your top movies were, if you want to let us know why you like our list, don't like our list, maybe you want to throw some shade at me because Spider-Man's not my top three. Yep. You know, there's so many ways you can do this. Oh, plenty of ways, guys. You Make sure to, to do it. <laughs> you can go to Twitter, at film underscore toast. You can look for us on TikTok and Instagram, a toast to film, all one word. Or you can email me directly, bingingandbrewing at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And from Trey, Jerfy Choo Choo, and myself, we wish you good night. And good viewing, everyone. And Happy New Year.